Hello, everyone, and welcome to Good Hang episode 72, the Thanksgiving episode. The Thanksgiving episode. We are cooking up a storm, and we're going to be learning a lot about Thanksgiving, getting into the history of it with some game time. Yep, yep. And uh, is there any Thanksgiving-related news? Not really. really. Not really. I'm sure that it will be after Thanksgiving when we start learning about people who blew their heads off by frying their turkeys, etc., etc. And, like, stomping on each other on Black Friday sales. Oh, I'm sure there's a whole It's going to be a good time. I'm sure there's a whole thing about it. Yeah, but for now... Uh, uh, John plays a Rotten Tomatoes game with me mm-hmm. based on Thanksgiving movies and because we're feeling so giving double game time double game time before and, that we yeah. got a chance to f- uh, find out what we've been doing this week been reading some comics Nathan's been doing some gigs it's the whole thing with Jigger and then we get to a, a jam-packed news segment tons of news packed of jam your eyes on your ears on your ears on it's packed with jam. It's packed with jam. Cranberry jam. Speaking of cranberry jam, you're in the middle of cooking. Is stuff burning right now? No. Oh, I didn't get cranberry sauce, but no one really likes cranberry I sauce. I love cranberry sauce. How dare you not get cranberry sauce? Just the ocean spray variety, dude. Oh. It's probably super discounted now. We should go get some. All right. You're in charge of that. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, this is a fun one. We'll be coming back with you, uh, coming back to you guys very soon with the second episode this week. That's right, it's coming out this week. That's for show ish. Until then, I'm John. That's Nathan. You're you, and have a wonderful week. I'm excited. I've got food in the oven. I've got shit setting up. Got stuff on the stove. It is. You were cooking away in there. I am very excited. Okay, so um, you're like I, a you're like a 1950s woman. Exactly. <laughs> I shouldn't even be on this mic. Why are you letting me speak? Just put me back in that kitchen. Ah, uh, you can speak. I'll let you. Sp- I'm very advanced. <laughs> no, but um, because the Thanksgiving just kind of passed, but you know we don't really do Thanksgiving in Singapore. Um, but I just used it as an excuse to get people together and eat. Why not? Because why the fuck not? So why? what are you cooking? What's what's on the menu? I don't even know. Um, so I have some beef ragu on the stove. Beef ragu? Yes. Um, I've got a turkey getting sous vide right now. What the I'm heck? I'm very worried that it's not going to be done. A sous um, vide? Tur- wait, a, a whole turkey? No, no. I cut it into bits. Oh. Because fuck Norman Rockwell. Um, and... Uh, kale salad. Don't ever say fuck Norman Rockwell. Take that back, Hartono. <laughs> and a kale salad. Ugh. <laughs> Just to offset, you know, the, the, okay. the red meat. And I've got the... two questions. Does the ragu have pasta? Oh, of course. Okay, good. Does Don't be tur- ridiculous. Does the, does the turkey have stuffing? You were supposed to bring it. No, you said not to. Maybe you said... Uh, no, then you said I'm going to bring it. And I'm like, okay, sure. You had like a real... It wasn't... There wasn't a real slit of... You said maybe room potato dish. And I said, okay. No, and that's why I I was, because I I was trying to hint at you, like, would you like to bring stuffing or make your potato gratin? Ah. You you arrived empty-handed, but it's okay. Well, I'm on medication that makes me really (laughs) sleepy. You texted me at the crack of 11 a.m. No, um, I I think I texted you, like, one in the morning last night, just saying, hey, you're free for dinner tomorrow. Yeah, it was was actually at 3 a.m. I texted everybody around that time, because I was on the way back home from a gig, and I was like, oh, yeah, today was Thanksgiving, and tomorrow's Friday night. People should be free. So um, I just texted, like, everybody that I, I, I thought might yeah. be free. And, like, some of my, my, my non-music friends, some of my music friends and all that, just like, hey, come for dinner. So, yeah, we've got um, Inch coming down. We've got D coming down. We've got Ben after his gig. Basically, like, it's going to be a, a best of 
Um, yeah. The guests of Good Hang. Um, got some of my own friends coming down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Also, uh, it's a coincidence, but today is also your day of birth. It is my birthday. Today Ugh. is your day of birth. Okay, so here's how I am with birthdays. I. Okay. If someone like plans like a whole like oh let's do like a big party and like do a thing I'm super down for that you know yeah. let's do it it's your birthday but in general because I don't like celebrating my birthday I assume other people are the same I'm way I'm exactly the same and like when it's people's birthdays I'm like yeah cool happy birthday man so uh, yeah that's exactly <laughs> how I am too like you know what I did for my birthday I I, I your birthday my birthday <laughs> what I did for my birthday uh, I, I I had pizza at at what's his name Mario Batali's place Mozza I went to Mozza and I got a massage then I came here that's my day so far no. now Nathan's cooking me dinner I'm fucking up now he's just dropping stuff why, uh, are, you, I'm trying to why are you picking up and dropping things I'm all over to, this room I'm trying to get my phone charger my phone's dying your uh, phone is dying and there's, it, there's cords uh, there we go no, sorry I've been a mess today I've just been like Every time I cook, right, I'm just like a hot mess because my kitchen is unventilated. So I'm, I'm talking literally a hot mess. Mm-hmm. My kitchen is very badly ventilated. Um, saying it's not a cold day today. It's starting to rain a little bit, which is nice. Yeah. But um, it, it wasn't a cold day and I was just sweating all day. Well, you're wearing a hoodie right now, so I don't really... No, no, I'm on like my cool down period. Okay. I did most of my mise en place in the morning good, in the good. early afternoon. Yeah, I do the night before. It's fun to do the night before. I started last night. I started yeah. with the tur- but the thing is, I bought the turkey last night, right? Because I was and like, it was frozen. It was fucking frozen, dude. A whole turkey, a whole turkey. Yeah, that takes days to defrost. Oh, it, mine just took like a night. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Did you defrost it on the counter? I defrosted it in a bucket of warm water. <sighs> okay, <laughs> I put it in a bag though, like a full size turkey. Yeah, okay, oh, no, you no, might no, you don't know like a like a small one. Okay, but you guys might discover that this is how we die because you're supposed to defrost a turkey in the fridge. It was a baby butterball. Because the internal temperature will stay cold while the external temperature... It's something about, like... It's, like, the perfect beating ground for germs if you defrost it not in the fridge. Oh. So this could be the last ever episode. Well, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll cook it in the pan and it's and the germs will die out. Or just, yeah. don't, eat, just don't eat the turkey. Just don't I'll, eat the turkey. I'll, I'll eat the turkey. I'll, I'll, have, I'll have a nice, delectable time by myself. No, I and... cannot eat turkey. Turkey's the best. It's actually the worst, but sure. You know, if 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 we wrap this up pretty quickly, I probably could still make my famous mashed potatoes. No, Ooh. I, I make really good mashed potatoes. I'm down for that. We we need actually we have pasta, but you know, carb on carb is always a good thing. Carb on carb is but, the best thing ever. But what'd you get at the pizza place? Um, I got their fennel sausage with leeks and and uh, red onion pizza. No tomato fennel, sauce. Fennel sausage. So does fennel fennel sausage, sausage? Not fennel, comma sausage. Fennel sausage. What's fennel sausage? It's sausage made with fennel. Isn't fennel like a vegetable? Yeah, it's, well, it's like a root vegetable. It's like pork and fennel. Oh, understood. I thought it was like a, just a casing of... Yeah, like, yeah. Like it's a, a vegetable. Yeah, exactly. No, it's my birthday. I wouldn't eat vegetables on my birthday. <laughs> um, I did, I got that, which is like their... It's my favorite pizza of theirs. So good. Uh, I kind of wish I just got the margarita, though, because mm. I just wanted like a tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Got that. Um, got two glasses of champagne. Got hammered. Like I was like, at the end of the meal, I was like, well, I'm drunk. This is oh, weird. you were drunk earlier today. I was. Day drinking. Yeah, I've got a problem. Uh, and then I went to get to my massage, and I was like, wow, I'm drunk. I'm drunk at this massage. I'll have two glasses of Prosecco. That's weird. That's so not like me. I have proof. If you listen to a couple episodes yeah. back, you'll yeah, know yeah, that yeah. I'm a very, very good drinker. He's a good drinker. Two two glasses of champagne, is it, that will knock me out. Yeah. But weren't you like kind of like 
drunken full to have a massage. I think so. I feel like yeah, that's not optimal I did massage. almost throw up, yeah. but I was like, I was like, I deserve it. <laughs> it's my word. I'll do what I want. But then she, and then, but then she did. She was one of the massages where she walked on my back. Oh, and when she was on the pizza, I'm like, "There's the pizza. I can feel." Where'd you go? Uh, nature, something. Nature Land and Cuppage. The one I went to was in Cuppage in Orchard. That place is so good. See, I've heard tell of it. I tried it this one time. I went to the one at Valley Point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was alright. Mm, go to the one at Cuppage. Yeah, they're good. Okay, okay. I'll I haven't had out. a bad massage there yet. I'll check it out. Do 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 do. Possibly tonight. Yeah. I'm going to go for a second massage tonight. I'm not sure where yet, though. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're excused. You're I got excused. my day massage. You're I'm going to get my night massage. You're excused. What did I do for my birthday this year? Did you do anything? Uh, I was like in between China stuff. What happened for my birthday this year? I no, feel no. like I got surprised at I don't some even point. know when your birthday is. What's it, January, June? It's in July. Whatever. What happened to my birthday? Oh, I remember, right? I remember. I went for dinner with my family. Yeah. Because I was like in, in, out of, in and out of China. So like I didn't see them very often. So I like, oh, let's all get together, have dinner together. After which I came back home. I was so freaking tired. The first thing I did when I got back home was I just plopped myself on the living room couch. <laughs> and like my mom kind of ruined things because she was being suspiciously like pushy. Like, Thanks, just, like She was like, go to your room, go to your room and sleep, go to your room and sleep. Because usually she just, she just, usually <laughs> just, yeah, sleep, yeah, usually yeah. she just lets me pass out on the couch. Yeah. So I was passed out on the couch. I was like, oh, I'm so tired. And then my mom was like, go to your room, go to your room, go to your room. I'm like, why? Oh. <laughs> and then like, as I walked to my room, she followed behind me. I was like, yeah, okay, I know what's <laughs> like, When I open this door, there's going to be like 20 people in here. Yeah. Um, That's nice. Yeah. Oh, I remember we did the thing for my birthday this year. The, the thing. The, oh, then we went bowling. Yeah, we went bowling. <laughs> That's what we did. We went bowling. That's when we started the Instagram account too. Yeah, we should remember these things. That feels like a year ago. It it does. It feels like a very long time ago. It's only yeah. half a year ago. Wow. That's crazy. I don't like time passing. Time takes time, you know. Ben Folds, yeah. classic. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to episode seventy-two Hi. of Good Hang. We, is that correct? That's ish. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm John. I'm Nathan, and I've lost track again. Uh, but on today's episode, we are going to have a fun time with giving thanks. Oh, yeah. Um, for, uh, because it's it's such a giving period and such a a, a, a day of generosity. Um, I am I'm gonna gift John with a game, what? and he shall return the favor by gifting yeah. me with a game. So yeah. you're gonna get double game time today. Expect that in a little bit. Um, but first, we're gonna just catch up. Catch on up. What's up? More so than we just did. Like, just. We'll do it again! Yay! When you see your bud and want to know what's new, you just gotta ask, hey, what buddy. you been up to? So, um, what I have been up to, uh, it's not very exciting, because like, what's that sound? Oh, it's raining really hard. Is can it rain? That? Okay. Can you hear that? It's raining really hard right now. I can hear it. Can you I, guys I, hear I don't it? think the audience can hear it because it's it's a different frequency. Yeah, but it's pounding. Outside. Yeah, it's, it's... It's pounding. Wow, it's really Ooh. loud. Shit. Anyway. Cool. Uh, I yeah. like the rain. I like the rain. Oh, oh then no. Nikki's going crazy. <laughs> she doesn't like the rain. On She doesn't like the rain. Uh, so this week for me was kind of boring just because it was not really much of anything interesting just like the same kind of gigs appearances blah, blah, blah. um and I, i'm sure that looks exciting from the outside but at some point it just becomes kind of sameish um <laughs> on my end but uh um, no, it looks boring to me too yeah right 
It's, but I'm it's, not a muso, so. <laughs> no, okay. Like, the performances, they excite me because, you know, you, you have an opportunity to create and you have an opportunity to, like, you know, make something cool happen on stage. Mm-hmm. But the appearances to me, those are really exhausting because you have to show up to a thing, take photos, talk to people, and, like, network and, like, be sociable and everything. And I'm finding myself less and less in that state nowadays. You don't want to do it as much? I just I just don't want to leave the house as much. Gee. <laughs> Um, but you know they dress me pretty. They do um, dress you pretty. Yes, and uh, I do tend to bump into a lot of people that I haven't seen in a very long time at these things. That's nice. So it's nice, you know, you, you get to catch up with people. Although, like, just there's a lot of just strange faces coming up to me and going like, "Hey, what's that? congrats on China." And I'm like, oh, "That was a month ago. Leave me alone." <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so that's kind of what I've been up to on that side of things. Hey, hey I have a question. Do, do people go up to you and be like? Hey, you don't remember me, right? That's a weird thing. That's to say. happened. That's a weird thing to say. That's happened sometimes. That's like a lose lose. No, okay, but like I my my go to win lose. My go to is that when they go, "Hey, you don't remember me, right?" is like, "Yeah, do you know it's been it's been ages." And then my go to, like I'll, I'll kind of gauge the face because for the most part I have a decent memory for faces. Yeah. So I can kind of recall I, I will not know their name or what they do. You know when But you I can vaguely recall when was the last time I saw them. So like a window, so I'll be like, oh yeah, dude, the last time was like three or four years, right? Or like, I'll be like, oh yeah, that was back in like 06 or 07. Then they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I think like 07. Then we're basically on the same level now. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> like, oh man, what was that? Sometime the 21st, 20th, 21st century? Social ninja-ing. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Social hacking right there. No, yeah, but like. you got But then there's next level dig It's like, but you don't know my name, right? You don't know my name. Oh, you no, know my name. No, 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 no. I'll always avoid going there. But yeah. the one that I absolutely hate and just makes me super awkward um, is, oh, yeah, I, I dropped you a, a WhatsApp the other day. Or, oh, I dropped you an email the other day. I haven't got a reply yet. And it's like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't know. Something about that is just kind of. Why confident. specifically that? I mean, yeah. It's just kind of like, eh, you know, like, it, it's like you're right in front of them and they're like, oh, you haven't replied my email. I'm like, yeah. Fuck you! I didn't want to <laughs> rejection on the. I mean, no, like, I, mean not, I won't say that, but it's more oh. so like then I gotta go in front of them. Go, oh no, I, I need. Okay, sure, sure. I'll check right now. Okay, where is it? Oh yeah, yeah, that one, that one. Yeah, yeah. I'll get back to you. Shit. I'll get back to you. Shit, you should and be like, no, I have a very aggressive spam folder. <laughs> and it's spam just filter. like, it's just, oh gosh. But my go-to excuse for not replying emails for a long time. I'm sorry if this is just like I shouldn't be revealing all of this. But my, oh, I, I'm no, feeling, none of those people are listening. I'm feeling very thankful and giving today, so I'm going right. to give you guys free advice. My go-to for like not replying an email for like more than two weeks or a week is I accidentally archived it on my phone because you know how sometimes on the, on the iPhone, like it's such a simple motion yeah, of just, just swiping swipes. it. All you have to do is swipe it in a certain direction too much, and you put it into archive folder. Yeah, but how, the fact that but you bring that up to someone, and be like, how how do you know? How do you know you archived it? <laughs> See, I'm no, no, because 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 then, then, then I'll, I'll tell them like, oh no, I go through my archive folder like once every few weeks ah, just to check clever, if anything's clever. up. Uh, so yeah, you know, I'm smart that way. I've 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 been trying to do it less though. Recently, I've just been redirecting all my emails to Warner. Huh. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's what I've been up to—just being a terrible person, <laughs> winner. Um, yeah, I've been I've been by myself a lot this week, just kind of just catching up on comic books. Yeah, because it, it used to be—I mean, there's been two or three patches of my like I've, I've been a comic book reader for like a near nigh a decade, I guess. Nerd. But like, yes, totes nerds. But um, only a couple times in that time was like a week to week reader. I, don't, I think it's just not the best way to do it. I think you got to wait for the trades. 
the trade paperback. So yeah, what I, that, basically what I've been doing is I've been stockpiling comics or letting them stockpile, download a bunch and read them. That's the only way I read comics. It's the best way to read comics. I've only, I don't think, I've only ever tried following one comic issue by issue and that was Invincible. I failed terribly. Mm-hmm. Every other comic that I've read in my lifetime, I've always either read the collection or the trade paperbacks. Um, I've never once done it. Issue it's by so issue. easy to forget what happens, and it's such like yeah. twenty-two pages goes by like that. It's like you, you're yeah, done. Man. You got you, you got to binge it. It's just like TV series. Like that's the best way to consume a TV series mm-hmm. and be completely just encompassed by it. Westworld. Ooh, so I cannot wait. Give it two more weeks and you can do yeah, the first Yeah, I, I think I might start next week because I'm, I'm not in a state to binge anyway. So, like, I'll be probably be watching, like, one episode a day. Yeah, that'd be good perfect, way. That's man. a good way to do if it. If I start, like, next week, that'll be perfect. That's a good way to do it. I feel like that's a good pace for Westworld. Um, yeah, because like, even if Breaking Bad, like, um, no, but I never binge Breaking Bad. That'd be pretty tough to binge as well. Yeah, I can't like, imagine. I can't imagine binging Breaking Bad, actually. I feel like that would be pretty heavy. Mm. Like, one episode a day at most be trying on your soul i would love to know what binging on breaking bad feels like though i'm I sure people do. i'm sure people do it oh no no i definitely i know for a fact like most of the most of their audience did it that way because mm. it didn't pick up popularity till season three four yeah but like i will never know what that experience is like i because i always waited week to week from i think season i caught up i think one. i watched it week to week from the second season on so i must have binged the first season i just don't really remember i was week to week from the get-go i know except for the first two episodes mm. um, pretty good and it was just like I, I really wished I binged it. Yeah. At, especially about like the midpoint of season three. There's a lot of things I've been binging on because um, I've run out of TV shows to binge. So now I'm going um, American <laughs> How is that TV possible? shows anyway. You'll never run out of TV shows I to thought binge. I might. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm under British shows now. So I'm binging British shows. Friend of mine introduced me to the Inbetweeners. Have you seen the Inbetweeners? I have heard tell of it. You would love it. Yeah, you would love is it. Is it British or Australian? It's British. Okay. It's it's like super raunchy. I know they made a movie. as Quite well. clever. The first movie is quite good. The second movie not so good. Understood. But it's like it's it's really really. How fast funny. have you been watching it to have gotten to both movies already? Oh well, the, each it's British, so each season only has six episodes. Oh okay. So season one six. 18 episodes total, which are only 30 minutes each right. in the movie. So it was, right. I did it like in, in just a couple of days. <laughs> Doing that, but 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 back to comic books real quick. Um, uh, an ongoing that I have been coming on and off of is Deadpool. Deadpool, written by mm. Gary Dugan, is very very good. So I'm still a couple years back on that one. Um, I caught up in Walking Dead. Walking Dead is so good. The Walking Dead comic, the comic. is great. Yeah. yeah, and the TV show, but mostly the comic. Um, Chew is another one I recommend. Highly recommend. That's just about to finish. I'm about to finish up that. And dude, have you ever read Old Man Logan? I have not, no. Old Man Logan is the best. Old Man Logan is about Wolverine from an alternate future where he, um, all the heroes are dead except for him. And, like, he just, it's just a how about the po- world's gone post apocalyptic being run by supervillains. And it's really good. I highly recommend it. Last one. I am on, I'm just about to start a Singaporean comic book. Did you know there was such a thing, Nathan? I know that they exist. There's, the, quite, there's actually quite a lot of Singaporean yeah, comics. But the, there's artists. one that came out this year that's making quite big waves in Singapore and overseas called, uh, it's a graphic novel called The Art of Charlie Chan Hok Chai. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this one? No, I have not. Um, let's see. Let me just read the blurb here from Amazon. Uh, meet Charlie Chan Hok Chai. Now in his early 70s, Chan has been making comics in his native Singapore since 1954, when he was a boy of 16. As he looks back on his career over five decades, we, this, we see the stories unfold before us in a dazzling array of art styles and forms, their development mirroring the evolution in the political and social landscape of his homeland and the comic book medium itself. It's like a, I'm reading Tour de Force, I'm reading blah, blah, blah. It's, it's gotten really good reviews 
all over the place. So I'm really, it just arrived uh, today. I yeah. just unwrapped it like a birthday present. I was like, ooh. And um, they, they don't, they don't sell it locally. They do, they do, but I still, oh, okay, it was okay. still easier to ship it for me. Right. Because I don't leave my house. Right. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to that. I should be able to finish it by this week or next week, and I'll have a little review for you guys. Awesome. But it's good. It's, it's nice to be able to buy something locally, you know. I haven't read creator. a comic in ages. The last comic that I read was, um, I'm like halfway through Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I haven't even <laughs> I gave that to you that. two birthdays ago. I haven't. This no. birthday? This birthday. This birthday. No, I haven't even finished it, dude. Like, I'm it's just, so good. I'm just shit with like reading comics nowadays. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm slowly becoming like a non-comic reader. As, it could happen. As shamed as I am to say. No, but it's so easy to get back into comics. So you never like really fall out of it. Oh, no. Me. Like, trust me, w- when I go back into it, it's it's a terrible spiral. Like, I will just, deep. I'll lose a day. Like, I'll just like, I'll, I'll go on my iPad and Is buy like, a whole bunch of <laughs> shit. And like, just lose a whole day, two days if it's like a whole series to catch up on. Mm. I remember that was how it was when I binged on uh, Invincible and The Walking Dead. Oh, just doing all of Kirkman's stuff, huh? Pretty much, man. Like, back to back to back to back. I was reading all of that, and it was, oh, it's just yummy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you don't read comics, get into it, folks. It's 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 a really fun way to, like... Because it's not like... I, I used to read comics like a book. Like, I would kind of just read the text and not look not look at the images. That's not a good way of doing it. You have to, like, take your time and mm-hmm. really let it... Especially the good artist will guide your eye on what to look at and stuff. So, it's a good medium. And some serious literature and stuff. Has I would been still on like there. to get to the Sandman at some point. Yeah, yeah. Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. Oh, I haven't read anything by Neil Gaiman. That's pretty bad because he's he's like a geek god. But he's he's a gay man. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, makes you, me rethink you, things. You don't support the art of gay men. <laughs> I really don't, but I need to. Yeah. I will start. Uh, yeah, so with that, would you like to play our first game of Let's the day? Do it! Game time, game time. So, for this week, John and I both have a game for each other. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, it's, we're feeling in a giving mood today. Yeah. We just, like to, we just really like to play games. <laughs> um, so, we made sure we're not coming up with the same game, but it's both Thanksgiving themed. So, I will go first, Nathan. I challenge you to Rotten Tomatoes Thanksgiving Edition. Dun, 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 dun. No. I don't know what the Thanksgiving song is. Um, is there a Thanksgiving song? I don't song? think there is. And you know what I discovered? Not only is there not that a lot of Thanksgiving songs, there's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies. So uh, I had to get a little creative on these yeah, guys. Yeah, but, yeah. So you just bear with deep. me here. You have to dig deep. So I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine films. It's Look. really it's really because Thanksgiving is um, it's not a, a globally celebrated occasion. It's yeah. very American, so you tend to not see it from anywhere else. It's also like... I don't, yeah, that is a good question though because I feel like it's it's just as magical as Christmas. I guess it specifically is because only American. I guess no thanks. At least thanks, when you're in America, it's got mm. no Thanksgiving is a, for those that don't that don't know. It's basically the Americans' Chinese New Year. Yeah, yeah, it's almost exactly the same because they get the break. It's on the Thursday, so they get the mm-hmm, Wednesday mm-hmm. off from school. Mm-hmm. They get back home on Thursday, do dinner. They have Friday off, and then they have the weekend, and then they go back to school on like Monday or Tuesday or whatever. And you eat but, a lot of food. Yeah, but it's basically like a four or five day break, and um, everyone goes back home or goes back to like the elders, the eldest person in the family's place, and they have dinner together, and they go back home. You know, so like <clears throat> especially when I was going to to university, right. 
mm-hmm. um, I really had that sense that it was yeah it, it felt like American's Chinese New Year because <laughs> they all went back home from Boston because no one from Boston lives in Boston everyone just went back home they did their thing they had the shopping Black Friday special Cyber Monday and all that nonsense um, and it was it, it just felt a lot more Christmassy than Christmas does yeah, yeah. I get that I get it's that. like pre-Christmas it's also I mean it, basically the history of it as well it's like the pilgrims came over and had no food then the Indians came over and brought them these food of like corn and turkey and everyone was thankful to survive the winter fun then fact then the white people killed them all fun fact <laughs> yeah there, there was no turkey at the first Thanksgiving yeah that doesn't surprise me yeah but Turkey is native to North America, so it yeah, does yeah, make yeah, sense. yeah. But like at the first Turkey, it was probably more like duck and oysters. I think there's oysters, yeah, which sounds fancy, but it's just because it's it's closer to where they to were. to where they were, which yeah. was in New England. Anyway, so these are a bunch of movies that have that are vaguely Thanksgivingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys know how to play, I right? Cannot wait. I give you the rotten. I give you the name of the movie. Nathan guesses the Rotten Tomato score, and he wants to get a lowest score. So play along at home. I want to be as close to the score as possible. Exactly. Can you keep score for yourself, Nathan? I will do. Okay. The first movie is Pocahontas. Uh-oh. There's the pilgrims and the Indians going at it. That's, that's, yeah, vaguely right, right, thanksgiving right, 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 right. yeah. I feel like that would be a good movie to put on in the background during Thanksgiving. Mm, totes. Okay, Pocahontas, the movie from Disney, yes? Not like some... No, no, no. Okay. The animated Disney classic. In fact, we've had this movie on one of our games back in the day. Oh, back shit. Back with Dwayne. Oh, I remember, I remember. I remember it was unexpectedly low. That's right. Hee, <laughs> memory. Okay. So I don't believe it was rotten, was it? Or it was it was very much on the verge of being rotten. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised because I I guess I'm I'm looking at it through slightly rose tinted glasses, but I recall Pocahontas to be quite a fun time. Except for the talking tree. Creepy uh, out. Willow. Grandmother Willow. She, she, a little creepy. I mean kind of reminiscent of like, you know, old Nana and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But in general, yeah, creepy and, and, and just kind of, I oh, don't... Speaking of old animated women, uh, this is going on a tangent here. I watched yeah. Kubo the other day. Oh, don't tell, that me, movie don't is, tell me about it. Don't tell me that about movie's it. a movie. Don't tell me about it. Did you know I, a movie with stop motion? I have it, yeah. I, I have didn't know it was stop up. motion. I have okay. that queued up. We'll talk about that next time then. Yeah. I have that queued up. Anyway, okay. Pocahontas. Pocahontas. I'm going to go safe in the middle of the road, but also veering on the edge of liking it. 55%. Pocahontas got 56%. Oh! Very nice. You're going to need it. You're going to need that one. I'm going to need that one. Do you have any I want some Ricola. I don't know. Motherfucker. This, yeah. We used to have 100 of them around here. There still is somewhere, but I don't know where All I'm right. Going. Starting strong. One point. Okay. So the next movie is... To Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Julie Newmar. Yeah, I never watched this. But you know it, right? I know of this. John Leguizamo, Wesley Snipes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Patrick Swayze, the late great it's Patrick the, it's Swayze. It's the drag movie, yeah. Playing drag queen. I've only ever seen the first 10 minutes just because the intro sequence is great. So you would say it's pretty bad if you only watch the first 10 minutes. Really? I thought the first 10 minutes were pretty sweet. Oh, then you might say it's good. I don't know. Okay, like... Okay, for those of you that don't know, in this movie, Wesley Snipes, John Leguizamo, and what's-his-face? Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Uh, don't you disrespect the Sways. <laughs> the late, great Sways. The phase maker. The Sways maker. Um, She's like the wind through um, my tree. Oh, my head. She's out of my league. So many songs. He actually sang that one, though. So many songs. Anyway. Just a fool to believe. Yeah, go, go. So, in this movie, the, all three of them play drag queens. And the intro sequence is fantastic because basically in order to get into the role, 
th- these three actors they went full on method and they learned how to do the makeup and like the dressing and everything. Yes. And the intro sequence of the movie shows them like putting on their drag makeup and and they're doing it themselves, so they don't need the makeup artist to help or anything. They mm-hmm. figured all these things out themselves. Really, just Is cool. It could be really be that hard. Cool acting. I mean, you figure know, for for a guy to learn like yeah, contouring and shit. Yeah. Like right now, if you gave me like a thing, a bunch of stuff to just do makeup with, I I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Which, by the way, a little bit of a sneak peek Ooh. into next week's program. Program. Um, we're gonna be having guests. Uh, Utah six six six. Charlotte Ooh. and Michelle. Are Ooh, we can in. announce them already. It's official. Yeah, it's official. All right, cool. And they are makeup specialists of some sort. Oh, they're gonna do something to us, aren't they? Uh, I'm hoping. I hope so. I'm hoping to to create a forfeit of sorts. That's good. That's such a great idea. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, to Wong Fu, thanks for everything. To Wong Fu, I, I don't know. I never watched this movie fully. Good cast. You know, I would think their performances at least would save it. John Leguizamo kills it in most things he's in. Hmm. He was in Spawn. He was in Spawn. He played the clown. Yeah, that was a strange turn. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go with... Uh, this might sound like a cop-out, but I'm going to go back to 55%. Ooh, 41%. Oh, not too far off. Not too far off, not too far off. For a movie you've never seen before. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. Not, not, not so bad, not so bad. Let me just bring up something about this next movie. How much was it again? 41%. Yes. Okay. Uh, this next movie. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Wait, what does that movie have to do with Thanksgiving? Th- thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. It's in the title. Oh, I'm telling you, there's not a lot of movies no, with based Pocahontas, on Thanksgiving. With Pocahontas, it sort of makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I know, I know. That um, one was a stretch. This is, there's a lot of movies of thanks in the it, title. It gets stretchier and stretchier. Um, but yeah, I'm telling you, there's not a lot of movies that are set in Thanksgiving. And the ones that are, are like you've never seen before. No, Like, have you seen Planes, Chains, and Automobiles? Yes. Oh, I should have put that on there. Right? <laughs> it's a great movie. It is a, I've it's never a seen fucking it. classic. No, you should check that out. Possibly on Thanksgiving or yeah. like on Christmas. So I 364 more days yeah. so I can watch that movie. Next movie, again, vaguely to do with Thanksgiving, Something's Got to Give. I do, oh, why does that sound so familiar to me? Because Thanksgiving. Why does that sound so familiar uh, to me? I'll t- you know, it's it's Jack Nicholson and uh, uh, Diane Keaton. Keanu Reeves. Oh, it's, a, it's a good movie. It came out fairly recently, right? Um, I will tell you that it came out in 2003. It got a couple... Oh, it wasn't that recent. I don't want to color your expectation, but I mean, it was a well-received movie. It got a couple of um, Academy nominees for the actors... Okay, something's got to give. I'm flying blind here, but I'm gonna say Jack Nicholson. And, you know exactly. He, he puts in a and what's his Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton, classic, classic. Didn't weren't they in another movie like recently as well? Anyway, uh, something's got to give. Sorry, that was Diane Keaton and Alec Baldwin. Um, something's got to give. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. Mm. Okay, this sounds like the kind of movie that was like pleasant. And also, like, probably they performed it well, so it's mm-hmm. hard to hate on it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it, like, blew anyone's minds. Just because I, it's not really in the cultural zeitgeist that way. So it was, it was probably, like, that year's, like, Brooklyn. You know? Mm-hmm. Like a pleasant movie. It's nice to watch. Nothing particularly mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm a say 72%. That is, Nathan Hartono. Something's got to give us. got a 71%. Oh! I'm a master. That's at this amazing. Game. I'm gonna assume you're not searching for it. On I'm not searching for this. There. No, I'm a ma- like. Just look at that. Look at that proof. Just, just a blank slate right just there. Just a blank screen. Also, why didn't scores. you pick planes, trains, and automobiles? Because I didn't think you'd seen it. 
fucking Steve. It's, it's random which movies you've seen and not seen. Uh, Stephen Martin, man. Stephen, <laughs> St- Steve Stephen Martin. Martin, yes. Stephen, Stephen Martin. No, Steve Martin's a freaking And Jonathan boss. Candy. I always forget his name. I just go like other Chris Farley. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace. Both of them. Um, okay, next movie. Again, little stretch, but Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Next film is Unforgiven. Thanksgiving, Unforgiven. Alright. It, it, it makes Describe sense. this movie to me. I cannot recall. Oh man, this is Clint Eastwood. Early nineties. Cowboy movie. You've never seen this movie? This, I haven't this seen movie's it. a classic. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either, to be honest. But I just know Unforgiven as the name of WWE pay per views. Okay. <laughs> this Sunday at Unforgiven, Brock Lesnar goes up against Whoever. I don't know, some some the new guy. When, okay, when prostitute Delilah Fitzgerald is disfigured by a pair of cowboys that's in a, Big a Whiskey, terrible Wyoming. Terrible prostitute name. That's pretty on the nose. Delilah Her fellow brothel workers posted a reward for her the murder, much to the pleasure of the sheriff, who doesn't allow vigilantism in the town. Two groups of gunfighters, one led by former uh, aging bandit William Money. I've lost week. interest, may I ask? It's a good film. <laughs> may I, you haven't seen it. May I ask I who directed this? This was directed by Clint Eastwood himself. Oh, there we go. 1992. So early on in his directing couple career. couple Academy Awards. Yeah. And like, I think now, the man, that guy has a motor. Like he churns a new one out every year. He does. Like, but he's, he's like, his run was like the, like, like the $60 million movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's like the gritty Woody Allen. Like, I liked really, I really like Sully. I haven't seen that. It's very good. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's like the gritty Woody Allen. And no, who am I thinking about? Am I, Woody Allen? I don't I think anyone's grittier than Woody Allen, so. Yeah, like the, the. The classes. No, see, I always pedophile? get I always get Woody Allen, and Tim Allen, <laughs> <laughs> quite different. And um, one's the Tool Man. Yeah, also because Tim Allen played Woody. Oh yeah, fair, 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 <laughs> fair, fair, fair. I always get those those two mixed up. That's um, what happens. Yeah, uh, but I'm gonna say Clint Eastwood direct. Morgan Freeman's in it. Gene Hackman's in it. Okay, so with Clint Eastwood movies, right? They tend to be. Very solid, very good, but he thinks he's an old-fashioned guy. So mm-hmm. there's always like a very like caricatured villain in these movies, mm-hmm. which you know, uh, whatever. Um, which makes them like right below greatness, in my opinion. So I must say, Unforgiven was a eighty percent. It has got a ninety-five percent. Oh, thank goodness I didn't go seventy. I feel like we discovered that we have to watch this movie. Yeah, what the conclusion is here, and you need to watch planes, trains, and automobiles. Let's do it. Back to back Thanksgiving classics. Now you can watch that one yourself. I've seen that recently. Fair enough. That and airplane. Airplanes also a vehicle-related movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Fair. (laughs) Don't watch airplane two though. No, no, no. Stick with the classic. Mm-hmm. Stick with the original. Okay, okay. So, we had one movie that's set in the right time period. You know, Thanksgiving time period. Uh, a couple movies with the names. Okay, we'll do one more based on the name. Okay, this next movie is... It's really... It's, I'm telling you, it's really tough to come with Thanksgiving films. <laughs> the next movie is Castaway. Starring it's Christmas. Tom it's a Hanks. Christmas movie, but okay. Starring Tom Hanks. It's a Christmas movie, right? Castaway? T. Hanks. Oh, understood. Thanks. Got it. And then when he got off the island, he must have been very thankful. Okay. It totally fucking works out. Got it. Wasn't Castaway set during the Christmas period? Uh, was it he was trying to get home for Christmas? Was that the thing? Was and then his I think it was plane something went along down. those lines. I don't know. But it's, it's, I'm, it's a Thanksgiving movie to me. Okay. Because I would fucking be shitting myself on that island and super happy when I got off. I love that movie. Tom Hanks just makes things good. It's a great film. You know that, like, 
Like he's just amazing. He carried, mm-hmm. like he mm-hmm. literally carried that film. He was the only person in it. Yeah, and the wall and the ball. And he lost like eighty pounds or something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they they, they, they halted production while he lost the weight. They halted it for like eight to nine months. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. Um, but classic movie, great performance. Tom Hanks is just super dad. I love him. Um, Castaway. Ah, oh, see, it always sucks when it's a movie that I know because mm-hmm. then I get a bit of like rose colored bias. Um, personally, I'd give this movie like a ninety percent. But mm-hmm. if you factor in the fact that they won awards and everything, that usually you know brings it down, brings it up. It brings it down because the critics are going to go into expectations, mm-hmm. and the people you know, the blog critics that Rotten Tomatoes accepts. You know, like I, I'm thinking about the people that review it. It's also an older movie, so yeah. Exactly, but I'm also thinking about the people that review it after. Because yes, Rotten Tomatoes includes like the New York Times and like, you know, the mm-hmm. um uh what's that one called? Entertainment Weekly and stuff, you know, all those other Ebert and Rope yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But they also include like weird blogs that review it like two months ago. So with a pinch of a bit of salt, I'm gonna say Castaway is at an eighty eight percent. Castaway has got a ninety percent, which is what you mentioned earlier. You should have gone with for ninety. No, it's cool. It's cool. Two points is good. Pretty good. It's pretty good. You're doing really good. You're doing really good for for these crazy snapping movies. Yes. All right. So I've I've run out of movies that have thanks or giving or Tom Hanks in the title. So it's just random. Now we're now now we're into the food category, obviously. Okay. And what is Thanksgiving dinner without some pie? And uh, what else would you go with but American Pie, ah, the original? I see what you did there. Warm apple pie. Uh, have I mentioned? I think I have because I've revealed way too much on this program. Um, American Pie, first titties I saw. Yeah, I think you mentioned that. Yeah, but, man, it's all downhill from there though. Shannon Elizabeth it's a has good some place to start. good boobs in that movie. It's a good place to start. It also gave me very like unrealistic expectations. Yeah, that's of what, what I mean. Boobs look like. Yeah, I remember watching that, and I, the first time I saw like 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 hu- human breastuses, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, those look like airbrushed. Those, it's aren't. crazy. Yeah, it's like unreal. You yeah, know? they might be unreal. No, I don't think they, no, no, they're, they're not real. Um, yeah, bless her. Anyway. Um, <laughs> American Pie, um, by no means a work of art, but also hard to hate because it was... It oh, I loved out, it. Yeah, exactly. It came out in an era where movies like that were still very fresh. You know, I think it was around the early, like around 2003, mm-hmm. 4, 5, that it Turned became the... really tired. Like when they they were churning out like not an teen movie and super bad. Well, I mean, that, like, they couldn't do bad. it. They couldn't do any of those movies without American Pie. So yeah. exactly, exactly. Like American Pie was kind of like the one that got there. Um, on a, on a, on a side topic, what are your other favorite like teen comedies like of this ilk? Um, Can't hardly wait. Is that what it is? The one with the it takes place all at a party and Jennifer Love Hewitt is like being chased by Ethan Embry. Jennifer Love Hewitt is always a good idea. Is it Can't Hardly Wait? I think it's Can't Hardly Wait. Can't Hardly Wait. I'm looking at the poster right now. It looks like the American Pie poster. <laughs> yep. Yep, with Seth Green. And yep, this is the one. What other movies What other movies are of that? Ilk? Oh, I've seen... The, yes, I know this one. And, and, this and, and they're like at the house party. And yep. Oh my God, this movie. This movie This was, is a great movie. No, this movie was my shit because I had the biggest crush on Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yep. And like they, they played that kind of like flirty teen romance so perfectly. Mm-hmm. I remember... I aspired towards like that, mm-hmm. that kind of level of creepiness. Not not so much creepiness, but like I no, but like I aspired to be like the 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 underdog guy that got the girl like that, you know. 
Um, anyway. Uh, what are we talking about, Kind of Lee Wait? American Pie. American Pie. American Pie. I will say American Pie got a respectable... 70%. They paved the way and I believe they deserve some respect for that. Even though fair, it's probably fair, like a 55% fair, fair, fair. Not so much. It's actually a 61%. Ah. So split the difference between the two things you said. Yeah, that's it's not pretty too bad. good. It's not too bad. Man, I'm just looking at the I'm looking at the girls that were in American Pie. It's crazy to think that of all of them, Alison Hannigan had the greatest career. <laughs> Tara Reid, I don't know what... She went down the dumpster. Shan Elizabeth, nothing. Tara Reid is doing great for herself. She's been in all the Sharknados. Has she been in all of them? Yeah. She's in the first one? Yeah. That was a classic. And then and her tit came out on the red carpet like Ugh. ages ago. And her face looks awful. <laughs> or like, not awful, but like it's been like surgery. I'm sure she's a sweet woman. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last one, last one. I'm going to delete this one because you definitely wouldn't have seen that one. All right, last film. Okay. The, for me, the two best parts of Thanksgiving is the pumpkin pie at the end. And during the actual meal itself, it's all the different like side dishes, the stuffing, the sweet potatoes, right. all that corn and stuff. So with that in mind, Nathan, what is the Rotten Tomato score of West Side Story? Because of all the sides. I uh, understood. Okay, I was waiting for the connection. I was waiting for the connection. West Side Story has a movie? Yeah. Uh, y- yeah. Starring uh, who? Starring who? Uh, Natalie Wood and um, other people. People does not ring a bell. Okay, Cheetah so Rivera? Is it, is it, <laughs> it does not ring a bell. Uh, so West Side Story, I'm gonna. That's guess. weird that you would know the musical, but I mean the the stage version, but not the movie version. The movie version is very popular. Did it come first? No, right? No. Yeah. No. But no. Almost at the same time, they can't, West Side Story. Let's see, what year did it come out? Your internet sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Well, West Side Story. Let me just do a bit of math here. So, musical movies tend to not do fantastically. The best one so far to date, and I'll challenge anybody on it, is Hairspray. Sure. Um, 1961. This came out, dude. 1961. I would argue that Hairspray is the only musical movie that's better than the musical. Mm, I've seen both. I haven't seen the stage version. I've seen the stage version. Version. Like a version. <laughs> I, and I watched the stage version on Broadway solo. And it was a fantastic time, I will not lie. I felt very unjudged standing up to dance. As you should. And I was dancing with like little kids next to me because they were digging the music too. So like, the motion of the ocean, we were all just like doing a twist. And it was great. Um, it was a fun time. But production-wise and character-wise, I still felt that the movie had a lot of strong points. Yeah. And uh, it was probably like one of the last few times we saw Amanda by Insane. Yeah. So, you know, it's a very... Precious time capsule. In that <laughs> it sense. definitely is a time capsule. Yeah, something we can look back on. Also, probably one of the last movies where we saw John Travolta scene. So Hairspray really took the sanity Dressed of a, a lot woman. of people. Um, Hairspray did take the the sanity out from a lot of people. But um, classic. I remember um, the song. How, how come Zac Efron isn't bigger than he should be? He's pretty big. He's pretty all right. What's he, he doing? He did. He's been in like the neighbors movies of Seth Rogen. Yeah, that's about it. And like his body in that is just next level. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he's. Yeah. No, no, he's he's fine. Don't worry. Zach Efron is doing okay. Um, but I, I wanted to talk about um, mm. the song "You're Timeless to Me" with Christopher Walken and John Travolta. Yes, that's a that is song. the best fucking thing. It's pretty. It's so good. YouTube that shit right now. You're timeless to me. And it's so great. Just Christopher Walken seducing John Travolta in drag. It's it's so cinematic win-win. gold. Cinematic gold. Anyway, West Side Story. Um, I, eh, it's an okay story. You know, I don't really care for Maria. Steven Sondheim's first thing he ever did. 
Is that a fact? Basically, yeah. He didn't even write. He wrote the lyrics, but not the music. Ah. Hmm. Maria, I Don't just say Maria. <laughs> I just met a boy named Maria. That would be a different way to go about it. She fell off from a tree, and then she looked at me. Okay, um, I'm just stalling because I truly don't care for this movie, even if it does exist. Ouch. <laughs> I can't believe you don't know that this movie existed. This That's crazy. No, it's just I don't really care too much for the musical. I've seen it a bunch of times in different iterations, and it's just kind of, it's all right, you know? Uh, let's just say it's a, you know, nothing groundbreaking. It's, very, it's extremely groundbreaking. That's one of the things you could say about this musical, is that it's groundbreaking. It, like, sets the, div- the, the, the delineation between, like, Rodgers and Hammerstein and everything that came afterwards, basically. Eh. 60%. <laughs> Nathan Artona, uh, the West Side Story got 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, you that one hurt me. Yeah, you lost that the That one there. hurt me. I Yo, should not be hating on the Sondheim. That's what you get. That's what you get. Dude, this movie, this movie won 10 Oscars. Oh, for real? Yeah, it won Best Picture, Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Best Actress in a Supporting Role, Best Director, Cinematography, Art Direction, Costume, Sound, Film Editing, and of course, music. Overrated. The only thing it didn't win was best writing. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll check it out when I get the time, but ah, you don't have to. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm like biased towards this, the thing because I don't really enjoy the story that much. Anyway, I've tabulated my score and I have a final score of seventy six, keeping Ooh, it under a hundred. Pretty good. So pretty if you good. guys played along at home. Take a picture of your scores or, how, or screenshot, however it is you kept score. Let us know how you did. Yeah. Maybe you beat me. You probably didn't because I did pretty damn well. Although West Side Story did hurt me quite yeah. a bit. Use the hashtags Good Hang uh, Podcast, Good Hang Podcast, and hashtag Game Time, I guess. You don't have to hashtag us. We Just at us. Just mention us. I guess. That's probably the better way to do it. <laughs> so... I don't really know. We're not really competing against each other today, but I have a game for you as well. We're going to do it right now as well? We're going to do it right now. We're going to jump straight into the double game. So, uh, for for my game, I have something also Thanksgiving-based, but because I I knew that Thanksgiving movies were going to be a stretch. Yeah. And and they clearly were. Uh, (laughs) Not that stretchful as you thought. I'm thankful for all these movies that they exist. Except for Castaway. I, I don't think I care for the others. That Castaway was good. What? Fine, I care for American Pie. The titties were... Thank you for smoking, Pocahontas. That's good stuff. Thank you for smoking? Yeah. That wasn't in there. Oh, I skipped it. <laughs> I skipped Thank You for Smoking. That was a good movie. Let me guess. Um, thank You for Smoking, 88%? 86%. Yeah, what is that good? I love that movie. Aaron Eckhart's the boss. That's a great movie. I, I, I knew you liked that movie too. I was like, what is he talking about? That's oh, like my favorite Aaron Eckhart movie. That movie that I skipped. Anyway. Okay, so... Better that, than Batman Begins? Batman Dark Knight? It's not really his movie. That's more like yeah, Heath true. Ledger's movie. Yeah, fair. Um, anyway... <clears throat> The next game I have for you, it's it's Thanksgiving based, and I, it's it's just gonna be facts Yay. about Thanksgiving a trivia. Yeah, a little trivia. You're gonna learn a little bit. Um, for this game, it's gonna it's not multiple choice, so it's gonna be a little bit tough. But you do have access to two hints okay. throughout the game. If you think that a question is way too hard, just yell hint, and I'll give you a hint Ooh, that may okay. or may not be useful. I cannot <laughs> promise. Lifelines. Okay. I cannot promise. You have two lifelines. Um, basically, all you have to do is fill in the blanks okay. or answer the question. Okay. I didn't structure this properly. Anyway, the first question. 
How, how many questions are there? There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Okie dokie. First question. Is cooking getting too time-consuming? <laughs> this modern-day invention was inspired and created by the popularity of Thanksgiving dinners and can help you with your cooking woes. What is this modern-day invention? Did you write that? I did write this. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> How modern is modern? That's not my I'm asking for a hint, but like, is this modern in the 50s, modern today? No, well, it's, it's modern in the sense that it wasn't in the ancient times. Microwave oven is my answer. Final answer, microwave oven. You are wrong, but what? you're so close. It's the regular you're oven? so close. No. Not, this invention is the TV dinner. Oh. Yeah, so okay, fun fact, fun the fact, now. the company from uh, a company called Swanson's, Swanson's, Swanson's. Uh, they were left with like 260 tons of leftover turkey back Holy in 1953 shit. in 53. So they decided to package them in aluminum trays or aluminum and resell them as TV dinners. So the t- the turkey dinner was the first ever TV dinner that by Swanson. Sense. I love Swanson's, man. Yeah. They they I think I think it's them that came out with Hungry Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I don't know if the branding is, but they, the like TV dinner is a trademark by Swanson. I mean, it's a blanket term like Kleenex, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they they trademark the term TV dinner. It and is, fun yeah, fun Swanson. fact for you, hmm. um, although people might think that the frozen food industry is long dead because of organic and stuff, it's very much alive, uh, thriving yeah. at four point five billion dollars a year. Uh, and all that's from America, because man, it's hard to get TV dinners here. I used to love TV dinners. I grew up on them, man. Stouffer's Salisbury steak was my go-to. Salisbury steak is disgusting. What? You are it's, wrong. It's basically a burger without the bun. Uh, yeah, with gravy and but mashed potatoes. But done wrong. I don't know. I'm not a fan. Anyway, next question. Okay. You're cool. doing okay so far in the sense that... Well, you, you're, you, you're, give me a half point for that. You're, you're on the right track. Because microwave is going to be my hint. If you ask for a hint, I was going to say like something microwave related. Okay. Anyway, next question. Benjamin Franklin had a plan for turkeys before they were put on center stage for turkey pardoning. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. What were these plans? Oh, this is that the turkey was going to be the national bird of America. Correct! I don't know why I know that, but I do know that. You do know that. Yeah. The bald eagle, a.k.a. the American bald eagle, was adopted as the national bird symbol of the United States back in 1782. It was chosen mostly because it's just prettier than the turkey. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Yeah. It's a badass looking bird. The turkey's kind of a shit national bird. Imagine like walking to the Oval Office, you see a fucking turkey just like... On the, I, on the ground yeah, I don't know what Benjamin Franklin is thinking well I mean it, it's yeah I don't know what was he thinking Did, you didn't find any any of that in your research he's probably like high out of his mind he definitely was yeah uh, next question good job man thank you which US state I'm sorry these these questions are very US centric well, I mean, because it's, it's the only Thanksgiving <laughs> celebrating country anyway which US state consumes the most turkey on average every year which U.S. state mm-hmm. consumes the most turkey? Yes. Wouldn't this just be the most populous U.S. state? You'd be surprised. I would be surprised. Would I be surprised? Hmm. Okay, just to make it more fun. Yeah, let's go with a hint. Cucumbers, crabs, and avocado. Ew. Ew. So they don't like those things? Wait, what is it? Cucumbers, what, and avocados? Cucumbers, crabs, and avocado. Ew. I think I said that the exact same way as well. Crabs and avocados. What the hell do the other things have to do with each other except for they're almost their food that starts with 
see. I mean, that, I mean, that's my first thought. I think California is one of the most populous states, so I'm going to go with California. The answer is California. Yeah. Dude, the California roll. Oh. <laughs> cucumbers, crabs, and avocado. Cu- There's no cu- is there cucumbers? Yeah, there is. It's a key component. You got, cu- you got a little stick of cucumber, got a little stick of crab, like the really the gross fake crab. crab stick, avocado, you roll it up into rice, cover it in the orange fish roll, you chop it up. Yeah, you know, fun fact, in the Philippines, we use mango instead of avocado, mm. and it's I heard. actually so, so delicious. But you need the cucumber in there, or else you got no crunch. Yeah, I think there is cucumber, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got no crunch, It's boy. delicious, it's delicious. All right, good All job, right, California. Man. Good job. Good and that's job. because it is the one of the most popular <laughs> Yeah. Good job. Uh, fun fact, Israel actually consumes the most turkey in the world. What? Yeah, strangely enough. Uh, turns really? out, yeah, it's like, it's really popular because over there they cook it a lot with like schnitzel or just whole roasted turkey. Wow, that's so weird. Yeah. And US actually comes third. Second place goes to Hungary. Oh, you think, you think that uh, Israelis eat turkey because they're like, ha take that people from Turkey, we're eating you. <laughs> Maybe. Just to show them. Maybe. Hungary is the second place. Um, you think they eat uh, Hungarians eat turkey because they're very hungry. They're like, we're hungry. I was avoiding that one. And turkey. What I about? Was, I was hoping you weren't. You think go Turkey there. people from Turkey eat the least amount of turkey? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like slightly cannibalistic about it. Okay, we have. I don't know how many more questions. I think two or three. We have a couple more. Okay. Next one. This balloon has appeared more than any other during the Macy's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day. Day Parade. Okay. All right. Uh, so, for those who don't know, every year in New York City, Macy's holds a parade. It's really weird. It's the best, dude. I love it's it. It's very I, traditional. Um, uh, about three years ago this time, I took a trip to New York to visit my friends who were studying in New York mm-hmm. because um, everyone back in Boston went back home and I was alone and I was miserable, so I decided to go visit friends. Mm-hmm. Went to New York, went out randomly one morning, on Thanksgiving morning, and I ran into the parade. I completely forgot it was a thing that happened. Yeah. Because, you know, I just don't know. Now Fifth Avenue, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. there's like, why are people like stopping everywhere? And like, why are all the roads closed? And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's so, really yeah. weird. Like, it's something yeah, yeah, that yeah. only exists on TV. It was amazing to bump into. So I quickly just went up to the closest because I was alone. So I could just kind of like Climb squeeze in my way. Yeah, okay. I could just kind of like, squeeze my way into the front. And it was freaking magical just watching. It was like a Disneyland parade and just yeah. like huge floats of like Mickey Mouse and SpongeBob. And for some reason, the Red Power Ring. And they're all going down, and it's amazing. Uh, with Red Power Ranger as a balloon? Yeah. Wow, apparently, like, he, apparently, the Red Power Ranger makes, like, repeat appearances. That's random. That wasn't the answer, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. The Red Power Ranger makes, like, repeat appearances. And uh, I saw T-Pain on a float. As <laughs> <laughs> you do. I saw T-Pain on a float. You know, the thing, the thing that gives me a bad taste about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is that I remember that when I was watching it one year, they had, like, and this was, like, the height of my Broadway obsession. Yeah. And, like, they had, like, different, all the different casts from all the different Broadway musicals, but mm. they were clearly lip-syncing. Like, they had no microphones. Yeah, and was, yeah. Which makes sense, you know, the technical troubles, I guess. But it's And it's going to be exhausting. That parade lasts a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if they just um, sing the whole way through, they're not going to be doing a show crazy. that night. Okay, so the question is, the, the float that has made the most appearances, the balloon float that's made the, the most, most appearances. Okay, it's definitely an animal. It's probably either a cat or a dog. It's either Snoopy or Garfield. But I am going to go with, I don't know, my gut is saying Garfield for some reason. I'm going to go with Garfield. The answer is you're a close man. Snoopy! Snoopy. Dirt! You can't change it. It's Snoopy and or Charlie Brown. Uh, those two make, you know, repeat appearances. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Fun fact. This year's floats included an angry bird. A little late there, guys. A Skylander thing. A what? 
Like it's this new, like it's something the kids love. Right. Skylanders. Dude, Have you heard of it? Dude, no, never. Me neither. It's it's they kind of look like the dragons from How to Train Your Dragon. Okay, but it's like a weird thing, you know, like like those like you buy the game and then you buy like the toys to go along with them, and then mm-hmm. you have, you you attach the toy to the controller, and then it becomes a whole thing in the sure, game. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's like a new trend that the kids love. Apparently. Skylander. Yeah. It's like oxymoron there it's like the the wet dryers <laughs> yeah but yeah uh, some skylander thing oh there was a pikachu as well mm-hmm. and two gay elves oh yeah yeah two gay elves how do you know they were gay uh let me show you a photo oh, okay yep so this is a photo of the elf float right, from so this year's parade what i see here is <laughs> one elf clearly bumming another elf <laughs> There's like, there's three there's another one behind it, dude. It's like a human, oh, it's like human, a human centipede. centipede. Human centelfeed. Centelfeed. Oh, I didn't notice the third one behind it's there. It's beautiful, it's beautiful. Yeah, but two elves just going at it, missionary style. Yeah. No, doggy style. Yeah, it would be doggy style. It would be doggy style. One gently caressing. You can see one spitting into his hand if you Would they call it reindeer style? Hey oh. <laughs> I guess so. Alrighty. So, um, so close on that one. So, so close. close. I was surprised you narrowed it down to Snoopy and Garfield. I don't know why I went with Garfield. That was just a weird thing to go off. That was Snoopy. Strange. Snoopy. Makes Snoopy. Yeah, he's so much more iconic for yeah. no good reason. I don't, for some, I don't know. For some reason, when I, look, when I imagine the Macy's Day Parade in my head, I see Snoopy and I see Garfield. Yeah. Don't know why. No, okay. there's, there's always Garfield as well. But um, have I mentioned how many times on this show um, that I, I despise Snoopy? Why? No, I don't think you've ever talked about that. And Charles M. Schultz. Why? What do they do to you, man? I just don't think it's funny. <laughs> I don't think I've ever laughed at a single Snoopy cartoon, a single Snoopy uh, comic strip, a Peanuts comic strip. It's just never made me giggle. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand, like... Yes, it's an icon, but that's all that it is to me. I can't say I. I think I might be the same way as well. Like, there's nothing. I've really giggled good. at Garfield. You know, some Garfields are yeah. funny, even though the writing's a bit lazy. Yeah, but it's <laughs> ironically, yeah. but it's still you know you can get some laughs out of Garfield taking the yeah. piss out of John. But for the most part, Snoopy cartoons—they never get me. And it's always the same gag of like, "Oh, kick the football! No, you're gonna take it away! Oh, bitch, you took it away!" And you know, it's good kinda, grief. Yeah, good grief. Um, yeah. I, I, the only thing that I really like from from uh, that world is that my favorite play, one of my probably my favorite play of all time that I've only read, never seen, is a play called Dog Sees God, uh-huh. and it's about the Snoopy, the Charlie Brown gang, but in their in their teen years in high school, mm-hmm. Snoopy's just died, and like it's it's about Charlie Brown discovering he's a gay guy. Basically, it's really dark and twisted and very interesting. Where is this? And the dialogue is super good. It's a play called Dog Sees God. Oh, so it's a play uh, a spin-off of Snoopy. Yeah, basically. So, that's, so basically the only thing you like about Snoopy is like an off... Like, yeah. It's an off brand. It's, it's not even an part unauthorized. Of it. Exactly. Completely <laughs> unrelated to the yeah. universe. They don't even have the same names. Snoopy's never mentioned my name. Charlie Brown has a different name. It's, it's a whole thing. Only thing that's forgivable about the Peanut Snoopy universe is that song, man. That one? Like what's the point of that song? Where did that song come from? Like why is um, that a thing? During like their Christmas specials and stuff, like they'd have that kid who plays the piano and he'd just be playing the piano, and then Snoopy would be dancing with his nose up in the air like that. <laughs> and um, that song is the only reason why I think Snoopy is pretty chill because you know I like the song. And it's Fair like, enough. If anyone can play it on the piano, they got my respect. Actually, is that a particularly hard song to play on the piano? Uh, you got because you got to walk the bass and play it differently. So oh, I guess do, so. Yeah, it's different. Anyway, we've got you two more questions again. Do this to me dance again. I'm taking a photo for Instagram. Snoopy dance. 
that's terrible. Okay. And your hair looks crazy. All right. Uh, yeah, my hair's been doing crazy things lately. Anyway, last two questions. Last two questions. I think. Yes, last two questions. I love trivia. Trivia's the best. These two famous travelers feasted on turkey as their first meal upon arriving at their destination. It's a wonder it didn't go bad during the journey. Who are they? Well, you're talking about two people journeying. There's only, it can only be two people. Uh, Meriwether Lewis and whatever his name, first name is Clark. Lewis and Clark. What was your What was your rationalization for that? Because they're two people who travel, like the only two people. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Um, yeah, no, I that's that wasn't the answer. <laughs> what? Wait, well, hold on. Read me the question again. These two famous travelers two famous feasted travelers. on turkey as their first turkey. meal upon arriving at Where their destination. The going? It's a wonder it didn't go bad during the journey. Wonder, Who are so they? Long, was it a very long journey? Would, ah, was it Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin? You've given your answer already, but yeah, it was Neil Armstrong Whoa! and Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. These days, NASA packages, like, you know, for Thanksgiving, they package um, some smoked turkey, cornbread dressing, strawberries, tea with sugar... And air-flown cranberry sauce spread. Air-flown cranberry? What? Wait, as-flown cranberry sauce spread. I don't know what that means. Still what? <laughs> I don't know what as-flown cranberry sauce spread means. Maybe it just it just lasts a really as long time. Flown, as-flown. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. Actually, uh, one of the um, main story points in one of our favorite books slash films of recent years, The Martian, uh, used the Thanksgiving thing, or either Thanksgiving or Christmas, as yeah. how we survive. That's why there's potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Mark Watney has potatoes <laughs> to, to build. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, we're down to our last question. You're so close there, Rick, but not really. I got it. You could have asked. For I a got hint. it. You've got one last hint. I got it. You've got one last hint. Okay. Thanksgiving wasn't always a national holiday in the U.S. President Abraham Lincoln made it so in 1863 after 17 years of campaigning by a woman named Sarah Josepha Hale. Besides making food a national holiday, she was also the author of this famous rhyme. Uh, I feel like we've talked about this before. It's a pretty well-known fact. and I feel like this has come up on the show before a while ago. A long while ago. She came up with a famous rhyme. Pretty famous fact. Oh, I know. She came up with happy birthday, right? Did she? You've got one more hint to saying. Okay, hint! All right. <laughs> the hint is, you can play this song with your phone keypad. That's... And you, don't tell me you never did this as a kid. Oh, uh, it must be Mary Had a Little Lamb? Is it Mary Had a Little Lamb? The answer is Mary Had a Little Yay! Lamb! She was the author of the famous nursery rhyme, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Mary and she campaigned for 17 lamb. years... To make Thanksgiving a thing? To make Thanksgiving a holiday. Damn. Fun fact, Jefferson thought Thanksgiving as a holiday was a preposterous notion. Th- Thomas Jefferson? Yeah. It's fucking Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Go back to fucking your slaves. But yeah, look, if you were, okay, if, like, if you were born like past the year like 2000 and... If you, if you had a dial, 2000, if you had like a... You probably never did this, but I got a kick out of doing this all the time as a kid. What a dumb, easy-ass song. I love it! I love it! You can't get to the soul, though, because there's a five there that you can't get to. Uh, but, you know, you can get most of the melody down. But I remember every time I would call my friends, <laughs> I would just, like, especially when we were conference calling, 
because you know back then conference calling was like the new hip technology that was my fault i put my phone on loud that's fair in order for it <laughs> makes sense um yeah uh what was i gonna say yes you- back when conference calling was like a novelty new technology thing yeah. um we'd be like three four people on the phone and while they're all having like a serious conversation i'd be like but yeah i love that shit where hey, were we where congr- were we warner brothers where were we that's congratulations crazy. you you got i i think you got like 50 percent ah i did pretty good it's good enough pretty good pretty good the most important Should thing is we all learned something new today yeah yeah Man, it's been so long since we talked about the news. It's been... I, I think I think I've been avoiding the news actively these days. <laughs> it's been pretty shitty news, to be fair. <laughs> I'm I'm very done with 2016. 2016 has not been a good year for... Well, it's been a good year for me, to be fair. But it's yeah, it's been a good year for you. <laughs> but it's not been Asshole. a good year to the human race. Yeah. But I, I tried I, I, to I did find, pretty okay, though. There's some, cool, there's some cool things that are happening that, like... You know what I'm excited about? 2016 is maybe excited about is that um, space. Yeah, like See, there's always there's always cool stuff happening. It's just 2016. I feel is like the largest concentration of bullshit happening. Oh yeah, absolutely. it's like the largest per capita. I mean, you, you the main things being Brexit. I mean, the, the three things I guess would be Brexit, Trump, and all the celebrity deaths. Just if you can put that all so into one category. Many. It's crazy. It's crazy. And you know, police violence and you know, general segregation. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but there's some interesting hap- things happening with NASA. Uh, Nathan, have you heard of the EM drive? Is that a car? No, it's an it's an electromagnetic drive. So basically, no. like super basically, and because it's very hard to explain this. Super base. Bum, ba-dum, bum, bum, ba-dum, bum, super base. Okay, so photons, right? Photons are the particles that make up or deliver light and X-rays and 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 fucking and ultraviolet rays and all that shit right but they have no mass but somehow and see these nasa science have found a way to to um create an engine that uses these photons but wait, okay it exerts a little tiny bit of pressure mm-hmm. they have no mass but it somehow it does pressure basically nothing but it still does it somehow nasa scientists have stumbled into a, like accidentally created an engine Uh-oh. that basically uses no propellant it's just like they just direct these photons into one part of the thing that could basically mean that we can travel in space without the need of rocket fuel. What? Yeah, dude, the, the <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that kind of blew my mind a bit. So, so it's, it, uh, so it's, it's like a, it's like an infinite source of energy. Basically. I mean, uh, f- okay, hold on. Like even, or, the like ex- a, or like a self-sustaining source of energy. Look, even the explain like I'm five thing on Reddit is very confusing. Okay, so okay. here, let me just read it out just a little bit, just just so we can get, uh, wrap our hands around this thing. Okay. So f- uh, here, and I quote: Photons, the particles that carry everything from radar to visible light to X-rays and beyond, have no mass, but they still have momentum. That means that light, you know, light exerts a light bit of pressure on everything it hits. Right. This pressure is negligible, but it still exists. The EM drive is designed to work off of that fact by bouncing photons, in this case microwaves, back and forth inside of metal cavity. But if the cavity were symmetrical, then there would be no net force on, in each side. It would just hit both sides equally hard and equally often. The EM drive tries to get around this by using a somewhat conical cross-section, thereby increasing the size of one end to increase the amount of pressure on that side. The goal of the whole process is to gain a net force on the drive without anything leaving it. Here's the main thing. This would allow a spacecraft equipped with solar panels to produce thrust indefinitely in space without expanding fuel and would be a huge first space flight. 
So it runs on light? Basically, yeah. Or electromagnetic, uh, uh, microwaves. That's crazy. But again, nothing leaves the system. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. if you're burning fuel, like all the fucking fire. But, but like, why specifically space travel, though? Why can't this be applied into, like, everyday technology? Like uh, cars it's not, or bicycles or I something? think the idea, and this is just of work, my working knowledge, is that yeah. because there's no gravity, there's no friction in space, it's right. much more efficient for space understood, travel, right? Understood. Like, the, whatever it means. But there's more to it than this. It goes even deeper. Because like, I'm guessing at, the, at its early stages, it's still not capable of, like, that much forward movement. It's still I guess so. Conceptual but here's, here's the more important thing. There's the mechanical engineering side of it, but there's also something about the physics of it. Like, this this thing allegedly breaks... It, it, it fucks with Newton's laws of, of motion. Uh-oh. Because each there's no equal and opposite reaction or whatever <laughs> or something. So so here's another comment. Uh, people are accept- this this is a quote from Reddit. He uh, basically found a glitch in the universe. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. People are excited about this for the wrong reasons, says this person. Its utility for space travel is much less significant than the fact that we can build a machine that does something, but we can't explain why. Uh oh. Then someone like Einstein comes along and comes up with this theory where, theory where it fits all the weird data. It's about time for us to peel another layer off the universe. I'm excited, man. I think we're slowly headed into like the future. That's what I'm saying, dude. And you know, like, you know how I know we're in the future. My neighborhood McDonald's now has all the new high tech shit, and I don't like it. What? <laughs> like you order off a screen and shit? Yeah. Aww. I'm not a fan. Just because I grew up in that McDonald's, like since I was a little baby boy, and like now it's just all different. Yeah. The crazy thing is the same people still work there, so, right? Yeah, and, and when like, you were a child, exactly the same. The same old ladies. They still. I mean, they weren't old then, but they're old now. You got to evolve or die, my friend. Yeah, evolve or die. And they still work there, and those poor ladies—they just look so confused. Like just now, like, I could just tell that she had no idea what the fuck was going on in terms of like trying to get the order right. And I was talking to her like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. You can just, that's why <laughs> you can just put that in there. Um, but yeah, the future is future. now. The I mean, and between if you, can, if you can get burgers through a screen, the future is now. Yep, and it's just an it's just an exciting time for space travel and every and and, and just exploring the universe. We have the James Webb telescope is about to come out and stuff. And uh, there's a the series, what, 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 what? the James Webb Space Telescope. It's the new um, Hubble telescope. I'm out of date. What, dude? Okay. <laughs> the James Webb Telescope is basically... So you know how we have the Hubble Telescope, right? Yes. This is basically... The James Webb, which was launched... Is going to be launched in a couple of years. Two more years still. Is going to shit all over it. It's like a million times more like sensitive. And like basically, it's going to be able to do a lot of really cool things. Uh-huh. Right? There's that. But then there's also this real literal talk of traveling to Mars, which is becoming more and more possible. In fact, the National Geographic has come up with a new show called Mars that is very worth checking out. It's like a half documentary, half drama about the first mission to Mars in the year 2033. Oh, so it's fiction. Yeah, but some of it's... it's But it's okay. So it's set in 2016 and 2033. The 2016 stuff is all documentary stuff, talking head stuff with like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Andy Weir, people who work at SpaceX. Right. Um, Elon Musk gets an interview. And then, then there's like a fictional what could happen in the year 2033 when it actually... So it's like... It's basically The Martian. But with less has, has, has the date been set for Mars travel? Yeah, twenty thirty is the target, or I believe. Cool, but but you never know. All right, a lot of people want to leave the planet these days. Well, actually, something that I never really thought of um, before I watched this show is like, why do you travel to Mars? Why? What's the point of traveling to Mars, right? Anything? Yeah, yeah. What's it to you? Like, what? Does I would get assume out of just based on our Arnold Schwarzenegger level um, colonizing. Yeah, yeah. And what does that get us? 
Uh, like a new place to set up shop yeah i mean for me because it was always the whole romantic thing like we're explorers that's what we do we just explore the next horizon and and we discover and out of that comes really useful things humanity but it's pretty simple if you colonize another planet it makes the extinction of humanity basically zero the possibility of it happening yeah and i was like and andy weir i I believe it was andy Weir, the guy who wrote the martian said that in the show i was like oh like, if we don't get off Earth, the odds of us being extinct in 10,000 years are astronomical. Like, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. But if we colonize another planet and another planet for that, the odds of humanity just being snuffed out is very, very low. And I think that's actually, that's a worthwhile thing. Would, I don't know if I'd like to live on Mars, though. Why not? I, I'm just going to, I imagine a very insular life where you just kind of stay indoors a lot. Yeah. I like being outside. Yeah. I don't. I don't mind. I wouldn't mind going to Mars. <laughs> Uh, Nathan, yes, you don't drink beer, do you? I don't drink full stop. Yeah, that's true. But how much do you think um, the company that produces Corona makes? How the company didn't Budweiser didn't like Anheuser Busch buy Corona as well? I'm not sure. Yeah, man. They, but let me, they, let me they ask, own like every fucking the thing. Grupo Modelo Group is uh-huh. the, the group that owns Corona. Uh, here's another question then. How much do you think the person who is this, uh, who the um, the founder of Corona, how much do you think he's worth? Ooh, a lot of drunk Mexicans out there. There are a lot of drunk Mexicans. I will say 2.7. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait. Uh, 500 million dollars yeah sure uh no no wait you're right it's actually in the billions i'm trying this article sucks uh but here but okay basically there was a billionaire named antonio fernandez who helped found the group of modelo group which was corona beer and other things right Uh he recently passed away oh he has left 210 million dollars to 80 residents of his hometown the 80 residents of his hometown the Spanish uh, city of uh, Cerezales del Condado. He was born in 1917, and he left there from Mexico when he was a young man, but he never forgot his roots. And he, Antonio Fernandez, age 99, died in August and left fucking $2 million per person, basically, is how much it, it comes out to. $2.5 million per person in this village. Oh. Fuck, man. I want to live in that village. <laughs> Dude, like... Can you imagine just like, I'm just a normal person. I might be even kind of stupid. Now I have $2.5 million just because some dude lives in the same village as me. What's the population of the village again? 80. (laughs) Just 80 people living in a random village are now each and every single one of them are millionaires. What are they even going to do with that money? Whatever they want. Like buy more donkeys. They buy a shit ton of donkeys. More donkeys for all. All the donkeys. Yeah. But what would you do if you all of a sudden just had $2.5 million? Like, just from nothing. For doing nothing. If I suddenly had $2.5 million, like, legit. I mean, you can't do something crazy like buy a house because that would take up most of that money. Um, but I'd probably go on a nice vacation. $2.5 million? That, and that's it? You're just going to go on a little vacation? Dude, I would buy a house and I'd buy multiple houses. Well, that... You're not you, multiple houses. Yeah, maybe if you're living in Philippines, you know. But, like, if you're living in Singapore, <laughs> $2.5 million won't take you very far in, in the housing... Pro- in the, in the, oh, in God, the that is fucking estate. sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, like, my plan for... Like, I've thought about this before. If I get $2.5 million, I'm going to take a nice vacation to somewhere I've never been before mm-hmm. and, like, really class it up, you know, go first class all the way. Whoop, whoop. You know, go, like, live in the presidential suite. 
um, go to places that I, I am usually not welcome and uh, do all that. And then basically the rest of the money, put it in the bank for future investments and my children's future. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's why I'm just not going to have kids. Fuck kids. <laughs> Fuck okay, so kids. I do want to talk about a, a news story. I don't know if this could be considered news, but it's, it's news to me because I don't understand things anymore. But recently, if you are a member of the internet, you will... Have you got your membership, John? To the internet? Yeah. Yep, got my card with me and everything's yeah, 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 without yeah. it. Um, so if you're a member of the internet, you will have noticed a recent hashtag... Hashtag mannequin challenge. Oh, yes. I don't understand it. Why not? I have looked at... I mean, I understand it as like a concept, but I've looked into it a little bit. I always assumed that this was for something, like something like the ice bucket challenge. Not really. This is not for anything. Nope. People just like standing still and yep. doing absolutely nothing. So, you know, tons of people have kind of jumped onto the... Onto the... the, the what you call it? Um, mannequin challenge the mannequin challenge thing including like the Destiny's Child folks have they? Adele Britney Spears a lot of sports teams have done it all the late night hosts basically um, Paul McCartney did it too I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> he was probably like I don't know what's going on what is mm. it no that's John Lennon anyway they, um, they sound the same <laughs> close enough um, even like Michelle Obama did it with LeBron I don't understand like any I don't understand internet trends anymore that's my point in bringing this up I don't get internet trends anymore I don't get American challenge I don't understand lingo <laughs> you're old I hope the word fleek is going out of style because I still don't know what it means till this day um, I don't understand Harambe what? I don't understand Harambe why do you get your dicks out then? I, t- I get my dicks out for the kicks out man Okay. but like I don't understand Harambe um, I don't understand any of the internet memes that have come out this year. Basically, this year has been the worst because I feel irrelevant, <laughs> everyone's dying, and the world is getting to shit. Uh, that's what you get for living in China. For I know! <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone challenged us to do the mannequin challenge. I can't find the email or the Twitter. Where is it? Um. Well, here's the thing, though. Yeah. I don't know if we've revealed this throughout the entire episode, but John and I have actually been doing the mannequin challenge since the moment I hit record. What? Mind blown. Fuck you guys. Yep. So we are hip and we are relevant and you have no way of disproving that. Yep. And I'm super still. Yep. So still. We'll take take a photo to prove it. (laughs) We'll definitely take a photo to prove it. (laughs) It's so good. It's going to be so good. Yeah. I'm going to take a photo right now to prove that we're doing the mannequin challenge right there. Cool. Nailed it. Bam. Evidence. And then, oh, but, but then when you guys listen, when you guys look at that uh, video, you just got to look at that photo. You guys got to play the song. You just got to like, then it'll be for real. Then it'll be the real. Moment. I really don't understand. Mannequin challenge. Uh. This song is good. But you have to get your figure admit. It's all right. And then like, because I was looking at the top 10 list for like mannequin challenges, I heard the song like a million times. <laughs> I just don't understand it, you know. I kind of got the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge because it was for a thing, and I understood why it became so viral, you know, because it was a thing, you know. People were trying to show that they cared. With this mannequin challenge, I don't understand what... It's just something fun to do. just something fun to do. You just don't understand fun, I think. I don't understand fun. I don't understand the pineapple pen thing. Yeah, that's 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 so many internet things this year. That came out of Asia, though, right? It's like a Japanese thing. It's it's a Japanese thing. Extra weird. It just flew right past my Uh, head. Your your idea of fun is making a warm kale salad. I just want to point that out. 
It's going to blow your dick off, man. It's going to be a good salad. Okay, okay. It's going to be a good salad. Fair enough. Uh, well, let's see what else I got. I got a couple more news articles. Yo. Hey, Nathan, did you hear about the man who was denied a housing loan because he couldn't provide fingerprints? Why, why couldn't he provide fingerprints? Because he had no arms. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, <laughs> this is from usa.chinadaily.com, which seems like a legitimate reb- website. Uh-huh. Man without arms denied housing loan due to inability to, prove finger- to provide fingerprints. Um, a housing loan application <clears throat> excuse me, submitted by a man in Shengzhou, Henan province, was recently rejected a not altogether unusual occurrence. However, what sets this case apart is the reason the loan is denied, because Wu Jianping has no arms and creditors claim they could not give him a loan since he was unable to be fingerprinted. Mm-hmm. Man, this guy is not having a good 2016 either. Maybe longer. Wait, so it has to be so, like, doesn't he have like a like a like a, a footprint? A, no, like you know, like how oh, if you're below 18, uh, have a parent or guardian sign for you. Ah, uh, yeah. If you have so. no arms, <laughs> have an armed relative uh, help you out in that. In that. Oh, uh, he was rejected by multiple banks. Jesus Christ! Because he has no arms. What the fuck? That is that is discrimination. He lost both his arms after receiving a severe electrical shock at the age of five. His arms got electrocuted off, dude. Oh. That changes the story slightly. How, how so? His arms got electrocuted off. When he was the age of five. But even if he was born without arms, like... Or if he lost them in Afghanistan. Um. Fucking give this dude a loan. <laughs> like, find other ways to do it. What the hell? <laughs> My goodness. What would you do if you had no arms, Nathan? If I had no arms, I would probably explode. Just from anger. Why? Can't jerk it. <laughs> <laughs> what about not playing? I thought you were going to say, can't play the guitar again. I'll figure that out. Dude, yeah, you would be like, you would be like very inspirational. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of my favorite joke. I can't find it. About an armless guitar player? About an armless prostitute. An armless prostitute? Armless, like, yeah. I can't imagine the punchline. I'm excited now. I Can I make it up? Because I kind of remember the punchline. Sure, go okay, for it. Okay, this is just a stab in the dark here. Okay, so there was once a prostitute who lived by the river, uh, and she had no arms and legs. Uh, and every day, she would beg someone to fuck her, because no one would. Uh-huh. She said, please, sir, please fuck me. Maybe she wasn't a prostitute. Maybe she was just a woman with no arms and legs. And every day people would pass by her. One um, uh, one day she, she's, a lawyer came by and the prostitute said, please, sir, please fuck me. I've never been fucked before. The lawyer said, no, sorry, walked on his way. A uh, policeman came by and the lady said, please, sir, please fuck me. Uh, please, I've never been fucked before. The guy said no and walked by. Then the student came over and the lady said, please, young student, please fuck me. I've never been fucked before. And the student said, okay. And threw her in the river. He said, now you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think she was a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Why did she have to be a prostitute? I don't know. Something about sex. Yeah, but it, do- it doesn't make sense in the context. Because if she was a prostitute, one would assume that she has had relations. Yeah, with that's why she shouldn't have been a prostitute. I just realized that. <laughs> she was a really bad prostitute. No arms. or This is a weird thing to Google. Sex joke. Thrown in river. No arms, no leg. Oh. oh, I found it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, would you rather have no arms or no legs? I, okay. Or one of each? I would rather have no legs. No legs. Because, you know... Wheelchair. You, yeah, exactly. You can get, get a pretty sick wheelchair. can have one of those motorized thingies. Yeah. And I've met plenty of, like, 
people with no legs who are just fine. I'm sorry if this is offending people with no arms. Yeah. It's a very select audience. I understand that. But I hope I'm not offending you. I also... I, you probably know you have it tougher than most. And I'm sure yeah. you figured out I mean, some you get way. It. To, you've probably figured out some way to maintain a quality I mean, you're of listening life. to this podcast, so... Exactly. You figured out a way to get those earphones in there. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. What if you had, like, wh- like no left arm and no right leg? You're kind of like... Fuck, that's, that's hard. I saw something recently that was pretty damn inspirational. Mm. It was a guy with, like... No legs, and basically like half an arm, doing a tire lift. You know, like the thing that CrossFit people do. Oh like, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's basically like, like, what's your excuse? Yeah, kind of thing. What? What if he had no legs? What was it? What was no it? No legs and half an arm. No legs and half an arm. Like his arm just stopped at the elbow. That's crazy. And he's like, eh, 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 trying to get the thing. Nah, and nah. a full size tractor tire. Yeah, that shit. He had a little crazy. bit of help getting it off the ground. Just a teensy bit of help. Like, someone helped him like, leverage it up so he could, like, get his just the, stub just underneath. To get under the, fair enough. Yeah, to get the stub underneath there. But I don't that was, call this that was stub. Badass. Well, it's, it's a stub. But, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a badass, and um, I respect them people quite a bit. Like, what was that? Who's that guy with, like, no arms and no legs, and he goes around, like, giving, like... V- Vuc- Vukinich? Vuk- yeah, yeah. He gives, like, right? inspirational speeches. Man, he seems like a cool guy. Seems like he seems like someone I would like to hang out with. Like whenever, I, but I also hate those people so much because they make you seem like you're useless. I feel like that's like the opposite of what their point is. Like they're it's, trying to make you feel. It's like watching Master Chef Junior. Sure, it's like these I get people. That. You're like way too capable. I feel useless right now. So all y'all armless and legless people overachieving out there. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Y'all a bunch of shit heads. <laughs> I think we're the shit heads now. Well, okay, so to wrap up the news, mm-hmm. I've got one last thing that, you know, I think might be nice in time for the holidays. So, um, right now on Amazon, you can get yourself a Make America Great Again Christmas ornament. Okay. <laughs> yes, and it's it's a fantastic little thing. I'm showing oh, John a picture of it. It's still a hat. It's a hat with a little Christmas bobble. And because it's Amazon, the reviews are fantastic. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll read some of the reviews. A real bigly item. One star. It called Mary a nasty woman. Told Joseph to go back where he came from. <laughs> Built a wall around a manger. And then when you press it, it sings, I'm dreaming of a totally white Christmas. <laughs> Next review. The blue ornament was better. One star. There was a blue ornament. It was smarter than this one. Had a lifetime of experience, supported trees of all colors and beliefs, and, get this, was loved by two million more people than this ornament, but somehow this ornament is the one on Amazon. <laughs> Dude, this is some classic shit, man. You guys have to check this out. Even, are you on Amazon right now? No, I'm on some website. Okay, here, like the number one most, just go to Amazon and look at the most reviewed. Uh, top customer reviews on Amazon. It it tried to put my nativity figures into an internment camp. Would not buy again. One star. <laughs> Oh, um, I'm getting a bit more context on this ornament. Yeah. Uh, turns out it's not just something that someone put up on Amazon. It's sold on Donald Trump's official website. That makes sense. And John, tell the audience how much one single ornament oh, costs. Oh, no. Why is it that much? <laughs> $149, folks. It's a Christmas bauble. So oh it's, it's, not, it's not like a whole tree. It's an ornament. It's the an size, ornament that you put prob- on the tree. Probably half the size of your fist. Oh my god. Well, it is collectible, John. It is collectible. It says right here, get in the Christmas spirit with your very own make Donald Trump... Wait, what? 
Oh, right. <laughs> I have the Donald, make Donald Trump again thing yeah. on. So, yeah. Get in the Christmas spirit with your very own Make America Great Again red cap collectible ornament made of brass and finished in 24 karat gold. This ornament is sure to make any tree stand out. Yes, it will. This is crazy. It dude. could make your... It, it, might, it might have your tree get burnt. This is my favorite one. Um... The reviews, you mean? Yeah, the favorite reviews. <laughs> I lost it. Hold on. I love Amazon reviews, like the legendary Haribo gummy bear ones. Have you seen those? <laughs> I've heard. I think you showed me that once. Yeah. But this is my favorite one. Okay. Uh, this is huge ornament. Despite ordering a more reasonable ornament, this one arrived. It is huge. It is absolutely <laughs> huge. It's the biggest ornament. Huge. I hung it. I hung it on my tree, but it's so huge that it totally <laughs> unbounds my whole tree. No matter where I hang it, the tree hangs way over to the right. One star. <laughs> this is my new favorite thing. This is my new favorite thing. I love Amazon reviews <laughs> because it's so like, they, good. They don't even have to buy the product to leave a review. I love it. It's so good. Yeah, obviously not because there's fucking three thousand five hundred fourteen <laughs> customer reviews. That's great. Oh, that's brilliant so that's all we have for the news today we hope we made your day a little bit brighter we hope you made your week a little bit nicer thank you guys very much for listening most importantly thank you guys for telling a friend telling your parents maybe uh writing a review letting your teachers know about the new hot trend that everyone's getting their ears on yeah getting on that podcast bandwagon giggity giggity yeah, but guys, thank you very much. Once again, you are our only form of advertisement. Uh, we don't promote this podcast anywhere else, unfortunately. And the reason why we've been doing so well and staying on that number one spot, I think, yeah, yeah. is because of you. So thank you guys very much. And um, we'll be seeing you on the next episode. Yeah. That will be coming out this week as well. Yeah. I like we're committed to saying that. Yeah. It's going to be huge. We, we, we did fuck up a little bit last week. Yeah. We only had one episode come out. Scheduling. But it was a good one. It was a good episode. I think. one. So, yeah, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang. Day drinking. Yeah, I've got a problem. <laughs>